it's been a minute. It's okay. We have lives, guys, and it's special. It's 2020. It's 2020, and thanks for opening a year with us again. I'm Diotis. I'm Joe. And first of all, I wanted to say thank you to the people who have been listening, like for years. Also for the new listeners, because the new ones, I will honestly say, like, I of course I appreciate the ones who have stuck with us, but for the new listeners who have listened to some episodes. And what we discuss, what we stand for, has actually meant something to your lives. It's actually touched your heart. It's giving you some kind of, like, support system. I appreciate you for letting us know because that that is why we continue to do this. Because, you know, Diotis and I have a bunch of things that we're trying to do, like, personally. We're nowhere near where we want to be in our lives. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard sometimes to just say, hey, let's link up and record. Like sometimes we'll be emotionally like just not. Drained. Like shit, man, I'm barely here just, right now. Yeah, man. we're just, you know, <laughs> like frustrations and everything yeah, really yeah. stop us from like, and it sucks because when we finally do link up and record, it's therapeutic. And it we, is. It's like we forget how therapeutic it is. it's like we're running away from the therapy that we need mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's been really fulfilling to get some of y'all i guess what we call it, fan mail yeah, for <laughs> and, real. Uh, dope. and it's just, it's so encouraging to see that it is um that we're reaching people and 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 letting people know that this world is, is for them too you know and, absolutely yeah and i i especially love hearing from folks who thank me for being that straight homie mm-hmm. who is there to, you know, let them know like, yo, I'm not, I don't care what you do with your sexual life. Like live, man, go have fun, enjoy it, do whatever you want to do because we're not here to be judging none of that shit. Cause I sure don't want you judging my ass. Mm-hmm. Like that, I, I, y'all, I always go back to the basics of it. Like, why do we care who we're fucking? Let's just fuck with each other and talk and discuss and live let motherfuckers live man yeah oh wait hey hey. did you read this book already the water dancer yeah absolutely that was the one i got in trouble at work oh that's right (laughs) (laughs) look i wasn't even working no more i was just reading the book i would go off (laughs) running into doors and people oh my god i could not do that (laughs) so for everybody listening the water dancer by ta-nehisi colts Yo, amazing. It's his first novel. He's known for, um, um, damn, what the fuck is the book? Uh, Between the World and Me. That's his most popular book. But his first novel, The Water Dancer. He's also written a bunch of uh, comics, um, comic episodes for, comic book episodes for uh, Black Panther. I don't know. know Yeah, yeah, for the, yeah, the actual comic books. Right. I don't read comic books, but I looked looked it up. (laughs) All right. But, uh, oh, I have to say this because, you know, we're going to do a year in review. And one of the biggest things that happened in 2019 was the Popeye's chicken sandwich craze. I did not see that going that way. (laughs) 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 I still haven't tried it. Have you? I absolutely did try it last week. Um, I wanted to give my dad a treat for uh, taking me. Um, actually, he man, he hooked me up for Christmas, man. Um, I, I was going in to get a saw, and he um, he helped me out. And I had some some of my own, but he put a little something on it to give me a new table saw so I can get some work done. How much are table saws? Like, uh, That one was, I think, like $400. That's how much table saws are? I mean, can I just, like, sharpen a fucking kitchen Man, knife or listen. something like that? Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> Look, so the reason why there are machines that are expensive is because you're able to get shit done faster. Now, we can carve some shit out. We could yeah. sit there with a fucking handsaw and just do it all. 
right, it didn't right. take months to get anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's why there are stovetops that you don't have to like use sticks to start fire. <laughs> I get it, y'all. All right. All right. So back to this motherfucking chicken sandwich. All right. So took pops. Like I was like, you know what, pops? Let's go get some chicken sandwiches. That's how we pay. <laughs> What y'all do? Y'all skip together, holding hands. Look, <laughs> like, I ran in there, got three chicken sandwiches, two spices, two re- one regular. And oh, they come in two versions. Didn't even know that. You know, <laughs> they handed me those chicken sandwiches in two seconds because <laughs> they make it so many. Yeah. Like as soon as I paid for it, she goes, "Here's your order." I was like, Damn. "What?" <laughs> Get out my face. <laughs> so I had it. I was like, eh, "Not bad." It was nothing. It was nothing special. It didn't. It didn't. Do, it didn't make me want to go get another one. I'll say that. I wasn't really fond of like the uh, the like the spicy sauce, mayo, the, the sauce. It wasn't. It was is it, is about it just it. because it's so good for it to be fast food? Maybe I, I do the, like the price point. You the know price what I mean? point, right? Yeah, because that's what I was hung up on. But, I'm like I know it ain't no point, better than but, a place that I can go get a real chicken sandwich. Like of course, a, you know. But I'm saying, all right. What, you know, because I argue with somebody about it. I was like, yo, but the price point, it makes sense. But does it make sense with the price point and a long ass line that they were dealing with for like a good month Too much of an or what, two yeah. weeks or something? It was, that's crazy. Or shooting people like, over. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like that don't, that does not match up to me. No. So, but my pops, <laughs> my pops is like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dad? Like fucking peasant taste buds. Like, <laughs> because you like that. Uh, what's that other spot you eat at? Like the chicken sandwich. Oh, Howlin' Rays. Yeah, Howlin'. It's not. It's nothing on that. Oh right? no, 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 no. See, we, okay. I'm not. I, see, if I was to compare chicken sandwiches, I would be like, all right, how's their chicken sandwich versus like a Jack in a Box or a, oh, okay, or um, a Chick Fil A. But everything, you know, fast food shit. Right, right. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go any further than that because mm-hmm. no. Okay. But all right, so. <laughs> Oh, and then my roommate was like, it's pretty amazing. I was like, it's not, though. It's really not. Like, I'm, Dad, I promise you, like, it did. so fucking like, curious. Pop- Popeye's is go half a mile away from the house. Yeah. It's right on the bread. Yeah. And I still don't want to go get one. All right, so last night, uh, I brought this up just to, so I had, I decided to get Chick-fil-A. Had, I, I, I'm not like a crazy Chick-fil-A guy. Uh-huh. Um, but some made me just wanted some fucking Chick-fil-A. I was a little hungry. Mm. Got a spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, it's my favorite one there. And some chicken nuggets. Damn. What? It's a sandwich and some nuggets. That's not even a lot of food. You saying that like that's a sandwich and fries. That's like two meals together. Okay. That's fine. Hey, look, I'm not fat shaming. It's fine. I was fine. about to it's say, cool. you wouldn't eat that? Uh, at separate times, I would, but I mean. I've seen you eat before. I mean, yeah. What you on a new, you know, some new shit? I would just feel shamed at myself for doing that at that moment, you know? Do you but, feel shamed like 80% of the time that you eat? I've seen you go. But yeah, like. <laughs> this is 69%. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look, I had the chicken sandwich. Off the first bite, I was like, God damn, this motherfucker's good. Yeah. I was like, this is better than that fucking Popeye's Popeye. shit. I just knew it would but you, be. But, but you got it for yourself. I got it. I because I, I was to. watching, Was it's a podcast, uh, Righteous and Ratchet. Oh, know? my God. I saw that. It had me in And tears. it was hilarious because <laughs> they had the Chick-fil-A sandwich. And they're like, yes, this is what I'm talking. This is, well, you know, what we flavors. know and love. The- and, you know, and then they ate the Popeye's chicken. And they looked at each other and said, okay, this is this is something right here. Really? Like the Damn. bun is buttery. And, other, and Dude, I had it. And maybe if I could have it without the sauce, I would try it again without the sauce because it was something about but that you sauce. you know I'm a condiment whore, so that would probably be the best but see, part. See, I'd me, rather but... dip like because I don't like the way they plop my shit down. And and I think, then, that, did, uh, I think uh, that did something to me because I don't think it was like spread evenly yeah. on the bun. And that's I the fast like... food application. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that did something to me. It made me think about where I'm getting this food from. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. Mm. Like who just, what did they just do? How did they do? I just kind of wanted to see the process of them like putting the chicken on the bun and with the plopping of the little sauce. Ugh, it didn't fuck me up. So yeah, I, the pickles man, I, are, are like are, and the pickles really, seemed like they were only on one side. I was like, these bitches, it's fucking with me right crunch. now. Yeah, but 
All right. The chicken sandwich at Popeye's had a crunch to it. It was it was it was a little crispy. Now the homie Big Cheese told me, "Ask Chick Fil A to make your shit extra crispy." I um, didn't know that was that's a little hack. I didn't know that you is could, a hack. You know, special menu type shit. <laughs> yeah, leave it in there just a half second longer, please. Yeah, like man. That. And then I I love the sauce. Yeah, like at Chick Fil A. The, I see everybody get that Polynesian sauce. I like that spicy like sweet sauce. sriracha shit, man. Oh, I think they call it spicy sweet sriracha, don't they? Yeah. Maybe. I think I did get that right. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't want to like commit to it, so I said shit, like something around there. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> y'all yeah. get what I'm saying. Anyway, all right, I'm sorry for talking about this chicken sandwich so long. But y'all out there, I know y'all out there like that motherfucker don't know what he's talking about. That Popeye <laughs> shit is fire. No, you're just stupid as fuck for standing in that line for so long. Uh, Not, uh I refuse to even eat one. My, my roommate came through with like five of them. I said, I'm good. Really? Just because I felt like he was stupid for being in line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, five of them, that's a hack in itself. Because when they putting limits on it, too? Uh, at, a, at a certain point, they did start putting limits on it. But, uh, yeah, man. This is not too far of a tangent. But talking about, like, uh, hyped up shit and all that. Um, you know that series, You? Did you? Um... All right. <laughs> yes. I felt the way that you felt about that sandwich. I was like, okay, it's something to watch, but I don't understand. Why is everybody like, I don't know. I have something to say about this. It's okay, Story. I have something to say about this. I'm in season one still, too. No, 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 me too. Uh, All right, so yesterday I even, I guess I just didn't feel like saying it wasn't good. (laughs) <laughs> I was discussing it with someone. I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like, yeah, it really is. Huh? And then I, after I said, I was like, I'm lying. Yeah. Why well, I lied to that girl? Because <laughs> you lie that girl? <laughs> it wasn't, it's, it's, I want to keep watching it because I want to know what's, ha- what's going to happen. And I've been told that it gets better by season, like this, the second season is even better. And I'm like, because I'm getting a little bored for, with it. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not bored. I'm it's like not bad. It's not, for, for me, maybe? it's not a bad, uh, it's not a bad show. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I don't think it's incredible because, for one, it just is so far fetched. Like, I have to stop this, y'all. I you comparing I was, things like this to uh, real life. <laughs> all right, somebody said I was listening to the Andre three thousand um, interview with uh, Rick Rubin, mm-hmm. and look, I ain't never wrote no movie or I don't. I haven't. But I'm really judgy about uh-huh. TV and movies, and you know what you like. it has ruined me as an actual fan. Like, I, it's hard for me to just sit there and fucking enjoy shit now. Oh, I get that. You know, like especially like being an editor. You know, you critiquing all whatever your craft is in, and you. I don't like, have no craft in none of this shit, and I'm still over here. I, like, I, I know you oh. don't, but I think at the same time you do because you're surrounded by a lot of critical people. I think y'all, y'all and that kind of yes. wipes off on you. Y'all fuck me yeah, up. Yeah, y'all fuck me up. That art away and then you. the homies, <laughs> the homies too, who work in and shit. I it fucked me up because I like now there are some things that I can watch and I can enjoy them. But then if you ask me questions, like, about certain things, I'll be like, okay, yeah, I enjoyed it. No, 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 no. It doesn't deserve no awards. <laughs> Stand back. I, I really like it. I love it. Even my love for it, I could even say, like, no, it doesn't deserve any awards. The acting's not that great, but I just love watching it. Yeah, yeah. Like. Background stuff sometimes. Yeah, like Insecure. Yeah. I love watching Insecure. Uh-huh. Some of the acting's not that great. Some of the storylines aren't that great. It's kind of silly sometimes that to was me. a long pause, too. I mean, look, <laughs> I, you know I don't like dissing uh, any black shows. But while we're on dissing black shows, oh. Queen and Slim was horrible. The fucking promo for it yeah. had me hyped. Yeah, it was. I mean, the cinematography. I mean, the beautiful actress in it. She's gorgeous. Like, I was like, yes, I can't. The music. Oh, the, oh, the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Wow. Can't the homie did that one though. Hello, <laughs> but every but the soundtrack was amazing. I was like, "Yo, I can't wait to see this." And then I walked out of that motherfucker so disappointed. I was I walked out that motherfucker sad. I did. I mean, I like. You know why I was I wasn't sad? Why? I couldn't wait for somebody to die so I could go home. <laughs> I was like, "Hurry up and kill this motherfucker, please." Let's I mean, go. I did like it, but I do feel like a lot of the story wasn't motivated enough. Like it was things were happening where I'm like. 
and I don't, I'm not trying to compare a lot of shit to real life. It was just like I had to. I'm just saying for them to be witty enough to get to certain points, but then dumb enough to not. Or I just felt like there were some character development flaws that really made the story kind of weak. But it was visually appealing, is what I felt, and that you know the overall theme is you know. It's probably still made his money. She, you know, she gets the opportunity. Um, you know, Lena Waithe and that whole team, they get that opportunity to fail so they can do better next time. It was um, it was a building block, you know. Should I even talk about Lena Waithe right now? Like, I ain't no actor. I guess I could say so. Wait, what? Nah, I might need her. Let me leave it alone. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me die. Look, man, better luck next time, you know. Nice mm. try. Mm. That's it. That's it all was I got. Horrible, I, like no, really bad. Uh, yes, absolutely. I thought it was horrible. Like, I, I mean, there were so many scenes. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Uh-huh. Like, all right, the one I, of the worst was the, the whole convenience store. Ha- yeah, the, yeah, the liquor store, like convenience store, um, gas station. Hands, hands, the white kid. The, come on, yeah. like, come on. I know, I know. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Even like. The interactions in the car with the cop who's taking him to get uh, get some gas. Yeah. Like, it was just like, come on, this is getting too stupid. Because he goes, you're a cop? <laughs> like you gonna, That's what you, so Mr. Obvious, huh? He's going to be, <laughs> all right, but please. Anyway, look, this is not what this episode is about. This is our year in review. All right. So we're going to discuss, you know, some of the highlights of the year for us. Not gonna go too crazy. Just things that hit us personally, hit the podcast. You know, things we want to discuss, and then you know what we're expected for 2020. What we want out of 2020. Some obstacles were thrown my way. Some challenges were thrown my way, and I came out on you top. Rose to like, the occasion, yeah, man. I came out on top. I rose to the occasion for Surprise everything, yourself. man. And um, definitely had some help along the way, and I thank everybody who who was a part of it. But shit. I changed my whole lifestyle to win, to just get the job done. Like, I was waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning to read and study and, you know, just have a whole change in mentality, change in my state. Like, um, listening and watching different uh, materials so everything that I'm learning in the books could be reiterated. And applied. Yeah, like, I wanted to... um, I want to dive further into everything that I was studying. Mm-hmm. And um, man, it really changed it. I, dog, I will say this. So for 2019, the biggest thing I got from that was understanding what the law of attraction really is, really means. Because people used to talk about the law of attraction and I just thought it was bullshit. I was like, what do you mean? Just things just going to come your way because you thought of them. Nah, it's bigger than that. It's more than just thinking this shit. Mm. It is it is thinking it. Yeah. But it's also walking in that. Like walking towards that, being like giving intention, giving attention and having intention. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having a purpose, you know, going to that goal, like working your ass off towards that goal. I wasn't too sure how much I mean, it felt good and sounded good, but it really did take for me to see it happen to people who, uh, for me to really believe it. Like, damn, you really spoke this up. And, it, you know, and, it, and yeah, so that's real. That's very real. Yeah. Man, it was, it was crazy how I did this. Like, I was, I was doing all this work, you know, and I, I didn't know what was going to come out on the other side of this. But <laughs> it was so crazy how everything just started falling into place. Mm-hmm. So that law of attraction shit, yeah, it, it's, it's more than just thinking of it. But when you walk in purpose, you know, and you actually do the work to, follow, to, to reach those goals. Yeah, follow All through. that shit is going, all the shit just falls into place, man. The people... Start coming out of the woodworks. The like, say you needed an item to get to get through to the next to the next point. 
that's going to just fall into your hand. Like it was, this is how I'm being very like, that's the kind of shit that was happening. It was crazy. It was so wild. How like just working towards those is taking those fucking steps. All I had to do was take the steps forward and everything just started working out, man. And now I do it. I take the steps forward and I already expect it. Yeah. I just expect it to come mm-hmm. on through. Like, I already mm-hmm. know it's going to happen. I just have to, like, that's how easy it is. Just go. Just start. Just do. Once you just do, it's going to happen. It's not that it's just going to happen. Everything is going to help you make it happen. Right. And I, I I hope y'all don't aren't listening right now and thinking it's some bullshit. Because I was you. <laughs> I thought it was bullshit. Even now, I, I'll talk about this one thing I'm doing right now. So, um, I guess since we are doing a review, we can just start with the biggest thing that happened in 2019, as far as I as far as I'm concerned, uh, the death of Nipsey Hussle. Once Nipsey died, changed my life. I had already been, you know, putting in the work, grinding, doing my thing, and you know, the law of attraction was working for me, but. Nipsey dying made me think more community. You know, I was like, yo, fuck. I was just so scared that what he was, all the shit that he was doing was just going to be for nothing. And I was like, man, somebody got to pick that shit up and and run with it. Somebody got to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And I was like, then of course I'm like, all right, well, what can I do to just do, get something? You know, I just kept thinking, like, what can I do to just kind of be like one thirty second of what he was doing? You know, (laughs) this is like a small fraction of what he was doing. And um, then my homegirl hit me up like she she's from Atlanta. She's not from L.A. She just wanted to do something. So he's like, yeah, let's do a book club. Do the Nipsey Hussle book club. We did the book club. Like people start coming through. We reading all these books and Nipsey read like we have the list of books that, that he read that help him become the man he is, man that he, yeah, that he is. And um, we start reading, <laughs> people, we start discussing. It was just so beautiful, man. It was just life-changing. And I started meeting people. And then I just started moving forward. I was like, y'all want to do more. And now we're working on doing a festival in Lamert Park. And I was like, yo, I need to get, what am I? I was like, I'm gonna put this in a, in some people's ears, you know, some people who are like native to LA. They really got some shit going that could really make this happen. And I really thought I was just gonna make some home, phone calls and text to the homies, and they were just gonna be like, yeah, I'm good, or just kind of like, yeah, 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 but I'm busy. You know, I I get it. It's just you know, it sounds like like it may be a little bit uh like i'm biting off more than i could chew mm-hmm. so you know what i mean and i've never done anything like this so right they're like the okay first. what is joe talking about yeah it sounded so, like work <laughs> yeah but as soon as i hit them yeah. everybody was on board everybody was on board then my one homie i guess he just wanted to see if i was really gonna put in the work and after he saw that i've got all these people together he was like oh we working let's go he's like you ain't got nothing to worry about we go do this so we are working on that Everything's falling into place. Like the, the conversations that happen, like y'all, I'm talking about, I'll be discussing, like hopefully I'll, I'll discuss, be discussing someone that I would like to get involved. And then I would walk out of the coffee shop and they would walk, I would walk right into them. Mm-hmm. Like I may not even have a conversation with them right then, but it was just, it just meant to me that was affirmation. Like, yeah, yeah, that it's supposed to happen. Like I was going into one coffee shop for uh, for a meeting, and I'm discussing. I'm in my head about like the guests, and I'm like um, the performance that we want. And one of the main performers that we wanted um, was Dom Kennedy, and because um, he, you know, he's known for Lamar Park, and uh, I'm a huge fan of his music. So as soon as I walked in the coffee shop, he's right there. I'm like, oh shit. He was like, oh, what's up, homie? Like, he just said, I, I didn't say what's up. He was like, what's up, homie? You know, like, what's up? I just go to my meeting, but I just left it alone. I'm like, oh, 
all right, I'll get them another time, mm-hmm. you know? Because I, I, for one, it was nothing to discuss really when I don't have nothing like. Yeah, uh, you got nothing yeah, together. Yeah, I have nothing concrete. Deal, right? I, I don't like having conversations with people that, you know, I want to do something for me and I ain't got nothing to really show them, but like. Right. Selling them a dream, like mm-hmm. yeah, you only got so <laughs> yeah, much currency. You yeah, don't want to waste it right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that shit. I don't like having like those fucking fluff conversations, man. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some actual shit that we could put down, man. Like tangible shit. So, uh, yeah, well, I that's so that was a uh, so that in, so Nipsey's death, like of course it sucked. It was huge though. It brought the whole city together. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Went to the fucking, um, to to Crenshaw and Slauson. It was thousands and thousands of people out there. Man, I've never seen anything like that, man. It was crazy. Um, I don't think LA will ever see anything like that again. But um, his death did so much to push the people in the community to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like, yo, let's take this and run. Let's go. We got to keep this, keep this marathon going, man. And uh, yeah, so I know y'all. I'm just like talking. It's like a Joe interview right now. No, but no, yeah, I'm listening. That was big I'm for 2020 pinch. for me, man. And I, I, I can't wait to like keep everything that I've started. I just want to continue um, making it flourish, man. And mm. I'm super excited about it all. I'm nervous. But I'm confident. Trying to trying to be more patient, though I will say that. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, patience is, is crazy. But patience don't mean stop. I will. That's one thing for sure. I want to like let you know, patience does not mean stop. There, just because you're waiting on something to happen and you have less control over that situation, like because there's a situation right now that I'm waiting for. I have zero control over when that's going to happen. Oh, I'm not just gonna sit here and do nothing. Mm-hmm. That? that ain't my whole life. I'm, I got more shit. Let's life. go. I got hella shit I'm trying to do. Let's keep it moving. So don't just sit on your hands, man. You need to when you're waiting on something. You got some personal growth to get going too, man. You know, read a book. Shit, do some exercise. Get healthy. Do something. Meditate. Like that shit is gonna help you out in the long run anyway. All this shit that I've done has made me a better person, man. A better communicator has made me more understanding of other people. Um, shit, has made my relationships with people uh, better because I used to, man, I'm a dick. I am an asshole at times. Is <laughs> a chick I work with. <laughs> man, I've been so mean to that girl. I mean, she's so, she's so weird. She's so weird. But she's a, she's not like, a bad person. She's just weird and like it's just very oh shit. She's her own person, y'all. <laughs> but she's a great person. And I just had to sit back one day and like, yo, whatever she's done, I didn't have to take it so hard. She didn't mean nothing by it because it's just not in her nature to just be an evil person. She didn't mean to do that shit. But I'm holding her to the standards of every normal person. <laughs> <laughs> every normal that what i consider normal anyway like basically holding up to my standards you know what i mean that's it mm-hmm. and when i stop that shit i'm just like she's just being her and i start trying to do that for damn near everybody i mean now there are some people who <laughs> they're just pieces of shit but that's it <laughs> but that's it all right sorry. Sorry, um... <laughs> look yeah Sorry, this isn't just a fun episode. Just no. you know, rem- yeah, we just kind of having a, a time of reflection. It is. We're in a good place. Like, no, we ain't got the monies. But I just, I don't know. I'm no, I'm in a good place right now, and I just want to, you know, be in a better place. I want to keep growing. All right, thank you. Mm. I love you all. Good night. <laughs> I, I love you all. <laughs> Yeah, that that got my you know brain ch- like churning, thinking about what I can be reflecting about this year. Start off definitely relationships. I just 
man, I really got into it with a lot of people this year. And like <laughs> and they all came from such unexpected spaces and it really exercised my will for just closure in situations. Understanding that everybody is just different, everybody's just not gonna agree and everybody have their own perspective no matter what it is and that you have to just accept that. And so I guess to kind of put that up under umbrella, I think one of the main lessons I learned this year is to just be conscious about the relationships that you have around you, you know, being sure that they are, you know, on your bus, on your boat and not taking things personal. Because a lot of times people are just working on their own, own shit and you just happen to be there. This year is the first year, the first time I've had a published model situation going on. So that happened. <laughs> Let's go. Had some other like film shit happen. That's cool. Um, using this year to gain tools to protect myself and my, and my energies and I guess shit like that. That's super important. Like, yeah. I know it's like the thing cliche, to say. Cliche, you know, all like, that. Yeah. Protect your energy. But fuck, fuck cliches. Fuck when shit just makes sense and just, I don't know, like, 2019 was probably the second hardest year I've ever had. Really, it was. But um, What's the hardest part about it? Again, it's the relationships. Like, uh, You be afraid to let shit go. You be trying to hold on to shit. And that's part of the, the issue. That's yeah. part of, like, why. I always wanted difficult. to put a little bit of me in you. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> because you know I be man, I'm so quick to cut off, right? And, and you be like, Ugh. you be like, why are you like, like? <laughs> I'm like, they fucked up, they fucked up, yeah. And in my head, I gave them like three chances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learning to let go. Other people shouldn't be making your your year difficult. You know what I mean? That's like you protecting that your type energy, of power, right? Protecting that's, energy. That's your, and, yeah, that's you protecting your energy. And um. And, you know, I just, you know, I welcome all of those lessons because it's just exercises on understanding how to protect your energy and how to release and how to, you know, gain your own closure and things of that nature. And, um, you know, I, I've been able to at least sit back and realize like, oh, that was the whole point of that is for because I wasn't going to be able to gain that type of knowledge about how to, you know, people handling if I didn't have, you know, go through it or, you know, have these Upsets, the building blocks, you know, man. The building blocks. I just get more upset when I feel like you should be at a space or a place by certain ages. Nah, stop that. And stop I know it. that's it. not right either, but it's like. Think about this. Have you seen your mama grow? I have, and I still do. I still am. Absolutely. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, I've seen my mom grow. My mom is 70 years old. Have I seen she my dad great. grow? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love him. He's the best. Mm -hmm. But no, but then, so you have you have both that happen. Mm -hmm. But I never saw, I didn't see my dad grow in his forties or fifties either. <laughs> so yeah. like it's not there's no time for it. it's just being aware, being open to it, you know, allowing the changes to come, and never not being stuck in your ways, man. That's just that's it right there. Just I learned, man. I learned that from, uh, oh, not just him. I was going to say Malcolm X, but it was based, what I learned from him is basically just, you know, being ready to accept information and change your views. Mm -hmm. If the information is factual and, you know, change your views, but bigger than factual, just, you know, when you start learning that certain situations just aren't for you. They just don't do anything for you. Like, why do I, Why am I even going over there? Why am I even doing that? Why am I putting myself in that position when I know I don't like that? Is that is it because it's just been a thing to do for all these years? I think my family, I gained some more patience. I have. Um, every year, I feel like it's actually all of us gaining more patience with each other over and over again. And like, I think talking to you, I feel like you also gained more of an appreciation for your family like all of them and the time you get to spend and like all the faults that someone in your family may have, you're still like, 
Look, man, you talk more, I feel like, about the positive, um, the positive aspects of those people. I think it happens a little bit more because, I, you know, I'm still spending more and more time here and just, again, just surrounded by so much <laughs> fake. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, damn, I'm really lucky to have been given the tools, you know, some of the tools that I've been given. And I'm like, I realized a lot of people wasn't wasn't blessed for that, you know. And I'm like, the good, the bad, you take it all. And you know what? It's mostly good. So I think, you know, thank my family for that. And when you're around so much real, that fake is like, it, it's mind blowing. Like, it's like, what? Why? Like, it's really a, it is a why. like, you got a big question mark on your face. It's like, who does that shit? Because it's just so weird when you're around, like, a lot of authentic people. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, there may be some lies here and there, but it's the kind of lies people are like, why are you lying? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's not no big old facade. Like, you know, like you created a whole like world and, you, yeah. and you, you created your own world just in your brain. You, you and, <laughs> this realm. Yeah. Oh, another plus this year, um, going back to, uh, you said we're in the gym for how long? All that shit. This is probably the strongest I've ever been. I mean, can you imagine, like, you know, I be having my dainty ass up in there, like, roaring out. I mean, I be like, <laughs> I, you know, I have a trainer. He's a friend who just happens to train me, and he's, like, stronger than me. Yeah, y'all be that. doing hella stuff. Like, okay, and nope. he, I mean, I'm surprised that I can even do this shit. I'm uh, surprised you go back for more. I do, because I like <laughs> the, you know, the... The, no, you ain't no bitch. The um, you know, the results. No, so you never been no bitch when it comes to working out. Cause when we we used to work out at the park, and those are good workouts. Those are good workouts. I miss and those actually. Shit. Yeah. You never like like nah, that's too much. <laughs> I never... had something to prove, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. I want to oh, hang out oh, with oh, the listen, boys. <laughs> listen, hey, for real. Hey, listen, listen. When you were out running me, remember I started <laughs> I started running all the time by myself. It was the only thing that I could do faster <laughs> or harder than you. So I was like, okay. This is my world. Oh, like, yeah. He was, I'd be tired of shit, like falling behind, like, nope, he's not going to beat me. I'm. That's that's my only problem with, like, working out with people. I get too competitive. Yeah. So I'd be like. It's a good thing, though. It is. It is to a certain point. Because then next thing you know, I'm injured and shit. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done for a few months, guys. Oh, that was another good, uh, good, good moment in 2019. I had an ongoing knee injury for like years. Oh, got your surgery. Got the surgery. Got my lawsuit settled. That was great. Um, Got my dream car for now. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me think about it. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, like, oh, 2019 wasn't so shitty. I mean, it's a lot more positive than negative. It always is. It's just, you don't know. It's just the, the challenge is really remembering how how freaking blessed you are. Cause yeah, I, I'm really yeah. I realize I remember looking at my community, looking at the black community in L.A., looking at my community. I'm just like, that's just done. <laughs> I remember saying that shit. I remember saying that like, oh, this gentrification shit yeah. is wild. It's just we're done. And then I was just hanging out, talking to the people, talking to the elders, talking to like folks my age talking to the youngsters talking to business owners and i just couldn't i couldn't you know submit i couldn't just say fuck it and we're we're done i was like oh fuck it y'all in a fight i'm in a fight let's fight let's fight you know let's let's you know let's make this a real one let's mm-hmm. to the to the last rent to the last bell you know so um i love like i gained a whole new respect a newfound love for my community mm-hmm. and I am ready to work, man. I'm ready to fix whatever it is that could help us. There's a community garden at Crenshaw high school that used to, um, used to grow vegetables and those vegetables were used to create a salad dressing that was sold in supermarkets. Oh. It's called food from the hood. This was in the nineties. There is no reason that that should have stopped. Like that, they were ahead of the trend. The trend, you know, yeah. absolutely. They were, you know, they were all, they were making a profit off of growing their own food in the fucking hood. 
Like this is not a new. This wasn't a new. This is not a new conversation. They were doing it then. Mm-hmm. Like the school should have been like, this is one thing that we're not gonna let fall off. And they they did. They let it fall off. They let. I don't know what happened. I don't know who to talk to about it. But <laughs> there was just no because you think about it, right? It's a nice sized garden. Mm-hmm. You could have created a whole curriculum around this. Mm-hmm. This could have been an agricultural even a center. Yeah, I'm saying like you could teach many classes just around this garden because. It's always easier to teach when you have something to show. Like you're mm-hmm. like, so what you learn here can be seen in this. Yeah. Right in your face. This is what's happening. Not just I'm talking to you. Remember it. Write it down for a test. You see it in action. That's how you learn the most. Yeah. Like if I tell you like, yo, man. So what you do is you crack the egg, you put it in a frying pan, and that's how you make eggs. I told you. But once you say, and I say, oh, when they heat up, this will start happening, That, and I give the chemical changes and all that, Mm -hmm. you're like, man, that's a lot. man. Get the fuck out of here. You need to see it. And you see it, and I get to explain every detail that's happening in this frying pan. And why it's looking like that. And now why it's looking like this. Oh, right. It's heating up. And, it's, and dude, you'll never forget that. So all those cra- all those big words that were used to talk about the, the chemical transformation of this or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is like ABC. It's like your ABCs because you saw it in action. Like that is fucking game changing. And you should never have. That should not. That's, that was an opportunity right there to change the fucking game. Like, people would have been coming from all over L.A. to go to this school well, just for fucking agriculture. agriculture. Like, and then it could have gone. And that's just a step right there because then you can just keep growing. Like, and I don't mean just the food. I mean growing in that curriculum, in that, in that business. In that in business that, yeah. You go from, oh, we're doing soil gardening. Let's do soilless gardening with aquaponics. Let's do hydroponics. Let's, you know, and keep it going, keep it moving. Now, you know, we could talk biology and all this shit. It's all connected to this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're working on something, man. We're uh, hopefully I get the right people involved. But we've already started well, cleaning up the garden. Community. We, we cleaned up the garden a couple of weeks ago. It really was fulfilling, and I can't wait to go back and. Uh, I think we're going back next Saturday. So, uh, yeah, hit me. Holla at your boy. Um, all right, man. Uh, is there anything else you want to touch on 2019 or we want to talk forward? Uh, we can talk forward. Oh, John wrote and told us about um, – I didn't see that Paris is burning. They're doing an actual, um, I guess, a rejuvenated release of Paris is burning in uh, February. It's going to be um, – remaster and it's going to be an uh an hour worth of new material so i'm actually really excited to see that uh Man, me too yeah i don't even know what it is are you re- paris is burning don't even know what it is for real no i don't <laughs> paris is burning is i'm trying to remember was it more like a doc series or was it a movie or was it just a documentary but it was done based upon the ball scene of the 1980s to the mid 80s and it had um and it was uh, discussion discussing like trans um, transgender transphobia, um, and it was it took seven years to make it, and it was it's like a huge staple in the oh, trans community. Let's look it up. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah, the original is on Netflix, and so now um, they're going to be releasing a remastered version in February, and it's going to be it's going to have a an hour of new footage and. Um, that's that's kind of a big deal because you know that was such a heavy hitting doc that um, you know people are still learning from today. So yeah, thanks, John. I'm with it, man. Oh, thank you, John. Good looking out, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man. Look, 2020. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I just I don't want to. You know, there are some things I definitely want to like. All right, I have a dispensary um, opening up. Sometime in 2020, but it's going to happen, y'all. I'm confident in it. 
Just don't have no date yet. Um, have the have the festival that'll be happening hopefully in August. Uh, I say hopefully because we don't we're not we're not set on a certain date. Like we're I want August, but it's just got to happen. It's good. It's, it's going to be incredible. People involved are just really, um, really uh, excited. As excited as I am, and they want to be involved. They want to do. Uh, everybody we're talking to, everybody we're um, reaching out to is so with it. Just like, yo, let's rock. Let's go. What what else? What can I do? Mm. And that's how I want to be about everything in life right now. Like, that's where. Go. That's go it. all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's like, yeah. whatever I'm doing, I want to be like, pretty excited about doing it. Like, I want to get my woodwork really rolling, man. Really, I want to really be good at this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it's, people are like, oh, why don't you uh, sell your shit? And I mean, yeah, there's certain stuff I'll sell, but for the most part, I'm not as confident as I would like to be in this. So, mm-hmm. I got to get some more work in and, you know, go from there. But everything, of course, you know, we'll have our ups and downs and shit, but if something gives you like joy, if you feel if you're fulfilled when you do it, do that shit. Do more of it. You know, if you want and try something else to see if that does it for you too. Keep like these yeah. these are these are highs. And it's, you know, what's better what's a better feeling than, you know, getting that high off of something like this, you know? Like, yo, I'm I finished a project. Fuck. Relief. Yeah. High, like yeah, I did that. Let's keep going. Let's find those highs. Keep going. You know. Mm-hmm. I think I'm excited this year. Or I'm sorry, this um, yeah, this year is to continue um, investing in the community that I found with going to um, Richard Larson School. Mm-hmm. Um, that has definitely been a plus of 2019, and um, it really helped me. We um, kind of learn and be uh, understand how much of how how rewarding and how how much of, of a return investment it is to uh, kind of drown yourself in the community of whatever your craft is. And um, I had kind of lost that over the years. So yeah, um, kind of continuing these relationships and helping them get stronger. So I do that. love that you love going there. Like you get excited. Do. You're not missing one of the fucking. <laughs> I do. Um, it, more than anything, it taught me how much other teaching styles is out there. So, I mean, that that school is great. It is. But I'm, you know, really looking forward to taking classes so other places, too. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I learned a lot. Um, is yeah. there anything, like, that you really thought of for 2020 that you're like, man, that, I'm going to do that for 2020? Like, yeah, I'm New Year's resolution. Why can't I just say that? I don't know. But... <laughs> I don't even want to say that. I just want to say, like, you know, stuff that's been on your mind where you just, like, maybe you already started that. Maybe you started last year. Maybe it's just something. You just want I, to I feel like I with. do, but I feel like it's, like, superficial shit. Like, I'm going to get another agency for sure this year. I'm going to, you know, do shit like that that I'm already having put in process that has, that was, you know, that started in August. And I'm still, you know, finishing the touches on things to be able to pitch myself for new uh, situations and representations and I want to definitely I have to do somebody runway show this year like or I just I'm just gonna quit everything um <laughs> I just um also you know another highlight of 2019 you know I'm sorry I was asleep earlier another highlight you know is that I've definitely been able to get into some really monumental rooms this year I mean 2019 and so this year I just really expect to bank on those and um how about you? I hope it's far fetched for me, but I think it's really close for you and a lot of my other coworkers. Like, um, I think a big plus is like a, a lot of y'all are trying not to work there no more. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, I, things I, are I happening did, for everyone. Else. I guess my thing. Okay, so this is I talk like you just went back to 2019. I will also go back for one thing. One thing that I tried to change is the way I, I talk about stuff. The way I you know, what I put out there, you know, and it's my wording. So one thing I stopped on Instagram with, 
I used to clown a lot about people kind of, some shit was kind of demeaning and degrading. It's, it's just clowning and bagging. And yeah, I stopped. I was just like, you know what? For what? I don't need shit on nobody. And yeah. I just really shut it down. I stopped completely for like all of 2000. It just didn't do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. At first, it was just because I knew I was being watched. Because um, I was in with an organization. I, I didn't want, you know, to... Um, I didn't want them to have anything to say about like what I post, mm-hmm. but then it hit me as like, I don't need to put that out there anyway. Like that's not positive. Yeah. Like even if I feel a certain way about certain things, like mm, okay, moving on. Why I was like I feel that way. All right, I don't. I just change what I'm doing, or maybe I stop fucking with that. Yeah. Maybe I leave that alone. I don't have to discuss it and tell everybody how bad this was and how this person treated. Nah, it's cool. We moving on. Let's go. Moving on to positive things. So I say all that to say this. Like, no, I don't want to continue. I, I do want to move on from that place. But I guess my all I got to say is I got a shop opening it up. I got this going. That'll take me out of that place and move me forward anyway. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. more like instead of being anti-shit, mm-hmm. just speaking being pro of the opposite i got you so you know because i do not want to say like i don't appreciate where i am Mm -hmm. i don't appreciate that place because it allows me to do so much it allows us to just we have what three weeks off Mm -hmm. like i mean no the money's not great but nothing much there's not much asked asked of us like we we can really be in our own like be in our own world focus on on our personal things our other ventures at this place because of the little that is asked of us Mm -hmm. so that's why i don't want to you know speak in that way because i i'm appreciative of the situation and it's actually helped me grow quite a bit yeah um yeah, I hope not. You sound like you, you sound like I hear that bullshit. So we gonna get you up out of there this right, year. <laughs> like, one foot after the other. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but you know, I, 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 you I was though. hoping. Like, I was hoping that it would have been like first of the year, honestly. Right, but yeah. you know, patience, patience, patience. You know, I need more patience. That's what I really hope to gain. I mean, I, I feel like I can't help but have to get more patience because <laughs> ain't shit gonna happen until it happens. And uh, all I can do is keep my head down and keep working as hard as I can possibly do, which is what I've been doing. So, my bad. It is all good, man. Look, I I, I feel like we said this last year, but I, we just did today. We sat here on this couch recording, and it just seems so easy to do. Yeah, I mean, I got back support. This time, you know, like, <laughs> like it didn't seem like a fucking like hassle. There's no, it seemed like little effort. I'm just kicking it with the homie, talking about stuff. And well, one thing I do want to do for the podcast, anyway, is you know we do a lot of like hot topic stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to do more purposeful episodes where we, you know, because we talk about stuff or we're going through stuff. You know, maybe even um, talking about diet and health mm-hmm. uh discussing um and we've we've done it before but i'm just talking about being real specific to like oh this is an episode on mental health mental, I you're gonna say that. Yeah. yeah mental health and more really self-care, self-care and, but yeah. more, even more just you know digging deeper and deeper and deeper because there's like with mental health that is so broad it is because we could be talking about anxiety for fucking three hours. <laughs> anxiety is like the normal thing to talk about. And it's a real thing to talk about. But also we could talk about schizophrenia. That could be two hours because it's affecting many of our um, family members and friends. It and is. It happens to some at a very young at very young age. And then and they, it happens to also their families who have to figure out exactly like what's how to going deal on. with it. Yeah. Man, um, I was talking to a friend of mine. We could talk about, you know, what. Um, and I know you you want me to hurry up and speed through whatever sports talk I want to discuss, <laughs> but this is a huge topic and football is killing our, our, uh, our men. Yes, it is. Football is actually killing our men because of the damage it's doing to their brain. I have a friend 
who is married to a football player. Um, she's still married to him. She said this man, when they were married, dating, never yelled at her, never cursed at her, never called her a name. And um, everything changed when, you know, a few years into being in the NFL, um, concussions. Mm -hmm. Then he started kind of trying to cope with it by drinking. And now she talks to him. She's a bitch every other sentence. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, they're not, they're separated, but he's just not even the same person. Mm -hmm. Like he, and she doesn't even know how to deal with it. Cause I'm telling her like, look, you have to think about like, that's not the person, you know? Right. So, you know, stop trying to relate with, to them in terms of the person that you knew however many years ago. Like, I'm just saying, so that's a big discussion because it's affected like a few people that I know personally. And, that's just me and my small little circle. Like it's this is big all over. These are there's some people who have never touched NFL money that are dealing with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Recently, somebody from USC and from Inglewood, he went. From, he's from Inglewood, went to the school out here, killed himself, and I'm pretty sure that has something to do with it. They're not knowing how to deal with this stuff, and they need help. And we got to figure out how to help them. We got to talk about this stuff. There's so many. Other things we got to talk about. And I can't wait for another discussion. Hopefully on the next episode we can discuss protecting our women, protecting our black women because this kidnapping shit is crazy. Yeah, we'll talk about that next episode um, for sure. Yeah. Hopefully we can bring some people in who may even um, have yeah, so some firsthand, yeah, firsthand yeah. Um, info on it or maybe they know someone. But uh, yeah, man, I, I look, we, I know we say talk about being consistent more but honestly sitting right here i'm telling you right now the little bit of effort it was to like plug in and go just now and hold these microphones just like this instead of but like i was like what the fuck this is so easy it's, it's definitely a lot less like uh, let's you can just sit back and talk remember how much work you used to do when we were when we were hell here? yeah remember how much i used to sweat i know that's <laughs> the sweat through my crazy. shirt Hell yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh man, oh, this lags. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited, y'all. I know I should. I wish I sounded more excited. I'm so relaxed right now. <laughs> we got, but look, we gonna have uh, look. We gonna hit up Mo. Mo is gonna be back. We, this is something we really want to get done asap because yeah, we just need to put something out there, and we're gonna do more. Hopefully, uh, I don't know how often, but fuck it, man. We'll just do. Hopefully, you know, maybe sometimes it'll just be a little 30 minutes. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at what we got right now, and we could honestly just pull up anywhere and do what we do. I guess so. <laughs> the way that like, this is just Yeah, the way true. this is going, we really could just pull up. And I don't even have to look that big. No, you don't. That's crazy. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right, man. Hey, <laughs> y'all read more. Please, I mean, read more in 2020, Diotis. <laughs> hey, Diotis don't even know how to read. That's what's crazy. But <laughs> hey, I can read. Listen, if y'all want any suggestions <laughs> on read on books, you know, hit me up. You know, I'm I'm not a big novel guy, but um, actually, I really do like novels. All right, I was just like, I really do you like had Bible novels. novels all this year. Yeah, right? yeah, I was reading. Like, look, I love James Baldwin. If you ever wanted to write, don't read James Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> because James Baldwin would have you like, fuck, that's how you write? Yeah. I'm good. That is too much. Yeah, like, he's too complex. He's too, like, not complex in a bad way, but you're like, damn. Yeah, you just like, feel like Yeah, because I was like, how did he do that? How did he, how's his mind working like that? Alliterations. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude. <laughs> because I can notice when I read other books and somebody is trying, right? And you could, when you could tell the effort, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. It's like you adding words for no reason, like it's no flow <laughs> to it. That's James Baldwin, man. That motherfucker's goddamn genius. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Hey, um, before I go, I just want to give a little like praise to Blackish. I know that was way I like. I love Blackish. I told you I ran into Anthony Anderson the other day. Listen, 
That show's incredible. It is. And people, there's a lot of people who have never even watched an, an episode. I'm like, how? I remember when people were really like up in arms about the name. Then watch it. I was like, shut the fuck up. Let's was that really an issue for people? Oh my gosh, dude. The blacks, let me tell you. Oh. Those blacks, they <laughs> really like to complain. I never heard that. Hey. Dude, show. I never do that. No, but it is really good. Every God. episode is good. Now you got two more shows off of it. Yes, and then um, I mean, you got some legends going through there. You had Loretta Devine. Um, that was great episodes. Dude, like she's just she's so, the best. I can't all this effortless. Lawrence Fishburne. I, that's my favorite character. Favorite character? That's yeah. my favorite man because. <laughs> Like, it was an old episode. It smelled like wide open ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck. Like, he's perfect. No, Jennifer Lewis one-liners be killing oh, me, though, absolutely. actually. Like, <laughs> she's incredible. Oh, man. I didn't. I, then I was watching, I was like, oh, he's executive producer. That's dope. Yeah, he is. He is. All uh, right. That's all I got. What you got, man? I don't have anything else other than wishing you all the best for the rest yeah, of your 2020. Fuckers. Y'all be safe out hey, there. Yo, and stop hating. Show Stop love, hate. man. Stop Show hate. love. Stop no hate. reason not to love. That's real, though. That's really real. Stop hating. Somebody's man. homophobic, punch him in the gut. All right. Don't do that. Punch him in the gut. That's the oldest and Joe being the gay homie. He'll die eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace.